Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Energy Field podcast channel, where we talk about a variety of mental health, mental health awareness and wellness subjects. So today is our ninth episode in a series I like to call Mindset Leaders, Creating Our Best Self. And this series is all about connecting with leaders in various fields of mindset and or business, and at times both and taking a peek behind the curtain to really explore what makes them tick, you know, how they prepare for a big day of crushing their goals and being their best self, all while using this to make an impact on the collective good around them. So we're here with our guest today, Nick Parsons, you know, all the way from across the pond to myself in UK. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Thank you very, very much for having me here. I am humbled to be on your podcast. I've been listening to a few of the episodes and um, I love your energy. I love your vibe. And I, I really do appreciate you having me on. I'm very grateful. So thank you for having me here. Well, thank you so much, Nick. And I appreciate you having the ch you know, chance to check out some of the other material I've been putting out. And I definitely am happy to have you here. I know we've uh, connected in a few other places. So we're always kind of following along and keeping up with what each other is doing. So I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll dive a little bit into that as we go along here. So, you know, I, I love to start by exploring a bit about what I had mentioned in the introduction. So I've often found that many business leaders who are doing great things in their life, they often have daily routines that help set them up and set their day up in a way that, you know, serves them well. So I know for myself, this comes across in a variety of self-care and personal development routines. So do you have a consistent routine that you utilize each day to bring out the best in yourself? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think I think everybody has a, a routine. Everybody that's quite successful and has got goals and has set out what they want will have some sort of routine. And it's no different for myself. Mine is a five o'clock start every, every single day, 5 a.m., I started there, just drink a bit of water, start the day, and I um, do some journaling. And I absolutely love journaling. And I prefer to do it in the mornings because I feel a lot more relaxed. The brain's a lot more relaxed, and I tend to get a lot more a lot more out of it. And I feel a bit more creative in the mornings. And then I spend a little bit of time. I sit in silence and just have that time. It's really calm, really calming in the morning. There's, you know, there's very little noise. And if the weather allows it, I'll sit out in the back garden and just listen to that. The, the sort of morning and the, the day waking up and it's so so powerful it just it just sets you sets you for the day um just lately i've not done this a lot but i've um started reading so on my sixth book of the year um reading so in 2021 six books down already so really enjoying that and the book's usually around personal development and, and mindset and just a, just a few pages sometimes you find yourself getting lost and that, that few pages turns into a chapter or or two chapters and then sort of, depending on what day it is, um, I will exercise. I do a lot of running and I do my running in the evenings with somebody else. So depending on what day of the week it is, I will exercise in the morning, followed by then shower, breakfast, some food prep for the day. And by that sort of time of day, the rest of the household is is waking up and um, start to see the family, interact with the family and things like that. So it's about kicking the day off, kicking the day off right and then, the sort of day I, I go with the flow, I have appointments and things that I have to do during the day. So the day, there's no set routine in there. Apart from the fact that at the moment, I'm not drinking any caffeine 
no tea, absolutely zero alcohol, nothing. I am just drinking water. Apart from a vitamin supplement in the morning in my water, I am just drinking pure water all day. And I am 42 days into doing that. And I'm feeling so, I have my energy levels throughout the day just stay constant. So I would recommend that to anybody to give it a try. It's actually, it's easier than you think. You can get over that first few days and then um, you realize you don't need that caffeine, 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 that caffeine spike. <laughs> you just have that natural, that natural, natural high throughout the day. And then sort of evening time, then it's more sort of family dinner time together. We make sure we have that time together. Um, help settle the kids down for bed because we have three-year-old twins. So um, to make sure I'm, I'm doing my bit, otherwise they can be quite a handful. And then I'll spend maybe an hour, an hour and a half in the evening. I've, do, I've got some coaching going on at the minute, some group coaching. So I do some sessions in the evenings on that. And then it's settling down with, with um, Michelle in the evening. So, um, yeah, it's great. That's, that's more or less it. Apart from my running, I do them in the evenings. So usually about half past five in the evening now, I yeah, run with somebody else. Um, and I'm training at the moment. So I've got a specific running goal of a sub, sub 50 minutes 10K, which will be, I think, about three and a half minutes faster than my fastest 10K. So I'm, I'm training to that at the minute. So I keep a, I've always got some sort of goal going on around my running to keep me going and keep me out there. And running is a, it's a great, great way of just having some time out, getting fresh air, exercising. As, as good as it is for um, the physical side, it is for the mental side as well because you can, you can process your day, you can have conversations with yourself. You can. I've I've been running and I've been um, had some deep journaling questions which I've not quite got to the root to, and I've been out running before, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's hit me, and it's like. Oh, that's what it is. That's what's, that's what I've been journaling through. That's the route. That's what I was looking for. And it's sort of, I find that with running, it's almost like a, a meditation for me as well as a, a physical form of exercise. So yeah, that's uh, I try and keep the weekends free. I do do a little bit of work around the weekends, depending on um, coaching and what's going on, but I usually try and try and keep my weekends free so that we have some quality family time together and my list of DIY jobs around the house that's not going to fix itself. So I'll yeah. have some time to work on those too. That's keeps me in a good books. <laughs> yeah, we have, we've yeah. all got a honeydew list, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's 16 pages of it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds like, you know, that definitely from what, you know, as I'm listening to what you're, you're telling me there, that having that good morning routine to really kickstart your day is so powerful. And I have, you know, I find for myself and really with many people I've connected with through this show, but as well as just out in the world and, you know, connecting with other people doing similar things to myself, that that seems to be a common theme across the table is everyone <laughs> kickstarts their day. They have a routine that really helps them to really just take on the day with a lot of positive intent and, you know, the right mindset to create something great out of everything they experience. And there's always different variables. So everyone's routine maybe has a little bit of a different tweak from someone else's, but, you know, it seems like that is really something that is very, you know, um, seems like for most people, that's a kind of a crucial way that they like to set themselves up. And as you had also mentioned, you know, for the most part, it sounds like you've got majority of your day, really the majority of your week kind of scheduled out time blocked in a sense. And I found that for myself, that's really been a really powerful tool in the toolbox as well, especially as a parent. And because I know you're in 
that exact same situation where it can be a very busy life at times. You know, we got our our parenting time, family time, uh, personal development, work, self-care, maybe some even Mm -hmm. some do nothing time, having a good sleep. Like that's a lot of things to squeeze in a day. And I feel like without it kind of scheduled in, in in a way that brings balance, it's very easy to kind of be, you know, like a chicken with its head cut off, kind of just not knowing which way Mm -hmm. is up. And I found for myself in a very similar way that having that balance and knowing what my day is going to look like instead of just kind of doing whatever feels like is, is next, you know, that really has been very beneficial for myself also. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I think you're completely right. And as people I've spoken to and, and have worked with in the past, people's routines vary, but they've always got a strong, a strong morning routine and you're doing things on your time rather than on somebody else's time. And like you say, you're not, you're not that headless chicken running around feeling like you're getting nowhere. You've actually started the day with purpose and like you've already achieved quite a lot before we even get started. So yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. It really puts you in that you know, mindset of like having some good peace of mind and ready to take on the day, whatever it is with grace. And I feel like that in itself is just massively powerful. And like you said, mm-hmm. that's, that's almost the best part of the, the big achievement already in the first couple hours of the day amongst others. Definitely. So, Definitely. you know, for me, learning about self-care, it stemmed from experiencing challenges in my life and learning about how to overcome them. So awareness of the things that kept me stagnant also inspired me to grow. So did your experience bring a similar journey? And if it did, would you be willing to expand on how some of your current routine self-care habits helped you to overcome challenges from, you know, previous years of your life? Yeah, sure. Um, So I was, I had quite a good career, actually, sort of going through life. Um, I worked in logistics and I was, I done quite well for myself and I was a senior manager position in a senior manager's management position I can't put my words out there um I started to feel stagnant and then was a change at work um I was made redundant um which was fine um I started another role but I just felt like after that my life wasn't going in the direction that I wanted it to go on and I'd, I'd done a lot of development at work and throughout my career but not really focused on on myself and it was when I sort of got into running um, about five or six years ago is when I really started to focus on, on my own personal development. And I really started to, and particularly in the last few years, I started to look at how, how, how I could help other people. And then I started to journaling and really discovering myself. And that's when I really, I, I actually, when I was reflecting on myself and discovering myself, there was a lot of things I, I didn't like about myself and, so really looking back to my past as well, like my my mum had a real hard time. There was five of us. Um, my father, he assaulted my mum and I saw that a lot growing up. And she really, really, you know, she was there for us all the time. We never wanted for anything, but she put up with so much crap. And they ended up, um, my father ended up hitting my mum with a hammer one night when she had just gone to bed. And that was sort of... Um, it was really, really serious. He was arrested. Uh, she was taken to hospital and I almost witnessed that. I was first first one there and and they split up not long after that. Um, they divorced and um, I didn't really have a relationship with my father after that. But what I found when I was looking back and I was looking at my life, I'd picked up some of those habits from my father and 
I realized when I was a teenager and, and growing up, I actually would argue a lot with my with my mum. And it was really, I was like, I was, it was only when I was looking back after all this time, but how much of a, of a well, how unfair I was on her. I mean, it was hard because I'd picked up those behaviours and I, I was looking back and then it would crop up in different areas of my life sometimes, how I would treat people and in relation. I never, ever laid a hand on anybody, but it was just some of those traits. So through the journaling, it made me really reflect and look back on that and really get into the root of what was going on. And when, you know, when I was talking about running, that's when that hit me once when I was running about the way I was, and that was holding me back in certain areas of my life. So I then set to change that. And I've, I have changed that um, through the journaling and reflecting myself and through my, through all the things that I do to create my own mindset and treat people the right way. And, um, I help people now. And, but it was, it was, it was crazy that only when I went on that, that journey of personal growth, did I realize all those things that had happened and those, that time really stuck out for me at the time with, with my mum and, you know, when I was growing up and how I was treating her. And it was just actually as, you know, as my father was treating her, as what I'd seen and what I thought was okay, which wasn't okay. Um, but you know, I've accepted that it, it's in the past. I can't change it, but um, I am not that person anymore. And through personal growth and through the journaling and self-development and trying to be the best that I can be for the people around me and my family, I'm not that person. I'm never going to be that type of person, you know, towards anybody. And it's the one thing I've took away that as a father and as a you know as a parent and the partner is I'll be the best that I can be, and I will never be ever be like that again. And I don't even, you know, I don't find myself going back down that path at all, but I learned a lot from that. And that was all through that self-development and learning. And it takes you on a path that you, you just don't realize that you, you're going to go on. It was, it was, I never expected to uncover all that sort of stuff once I started to really look into my personal development, but I did. And, um, but I feel so much weight and I'm so more energized or the weight has gone and I didn't even realize that weight was there and that baggage was there but it was and it was there it was holding me back and you know now I'm doing doing what I love and I'm helping people and um yeah it's great and that's been the biggest sort of shift with with my mindset I think throughout this whole journey but that's only been you know I was looking back 20 years 12 or 25 years I was looking back but it came out through that journaling so um it's powerful stuff. This uh, it's all mindset growth. It's, yeah. it's it's fantastic. It changes you for the better. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that for myself, for people I've worked with, for other people I've connected with, that you know that is definitely a common um, a common ground. There is that it often starts when we're young and we're in different experiences that kind of really set the tone of our subconscious way of looking at ourselves and looking at the world around us and how we're going to react to it because of a lot of the things, you know, we experience or the environments we're in growing up. I know for myself, it was very similar where, you know, having adult relationships, whether a romantic relationship or even with a friend and the ones that didn't end up so well, when looking back and having awareness, like you said, realizing Oh, okay. I can see how, you know, A connected to B connected to C. You can see how all these different moments were kind of from those unresolved emotions of something that happened years and years and years ago. And mm -hmm. yeah. so I feel like 
that in itself is so so powerful because you know i feel like that i guess it's just the idea of how how great it is just to have that awareness of being able to realize and pinpoint okay here's the point that seemed to you know here's the trigger that seems to come up all the time here's the underlying subconscious emotion that seems mm-hmm. to be connected to that and you know and through that it, you know maybe from this particular moment and then having found being able to you know empower the opposite of that find healing from that moment let it go and move on it's like it's such an amazing thing and i know i imagine yourself like myself um having experienced this it's really neat to see then how you know healing from one moment can kind of you know, have the butterfly effect and just spread out into different ways in your life yeah. similar to the way that the pain would the love spreads you know far and wide definitely definitely the butterfly effect i love that saying it just it just it, everything just sort of changes and it just it spreads out people around you like say your relationships the way you look at things it's so so powerful so powerful <clears throat> absolutely so I have found from my experience that as I move along my path of creating my best self and, you know, I'm often making tweaks here and there as I find awareness of a limiting belief of a pain point or a comfort zone, similar to how we just mentioned a a moment ago. And so I find that with my win or learn mentality that I've kind of adopted in my life, I can continue to find new ways to adapt or even add to what I currently do now so that I can continue to keep moving forward, keep growing. So what is your perspective on the growth of mindset routines? Now, is this something that you have experienced? And I believe you've touched on it a bit thus far, where you know you find yourself adapting as you go or as you find awareness of things, or do you find that in some ways we can also experience the opposite where we can find a routine that really serves us well, we lock it in and we just kind of use that for life because we we have this awareness that this is going to help us out um, i think it, it depends on what what you want with with your routines and what what you're working on because you know there's there's certain things that i do all the time like running love it i go to so running is part of my routine and it's easy to build that in because i enjoy it i love it i got a lot of it so it's really easy to build it into my routine journaling i'll always keep journaling because i found it so powerful it's helped me a lot and um, but then after that it depends what you're going and what you're working on really as to what the rest of your routine sort of looks like i mean when i was um had a lot of work on my health and my fitness and so i did a lot of work around um nutrition so a lot of studying around nutrition so that became part of my routine um Whereas if you are working on something, if you maybe you're working on finance um, or some sort of budgetary things, you would then focus your energies elsewhere. So I think it depends where you're going and what you want to get out from your goals. And then you sort of shape your routine around that. You're always growing, but you're just growing your mindset in, in different ways to deal with different different avenues. You know, there's times when like cold showers, sometimes I'll take cold showers as part of my routine. Hate them, absolutely hate them can't stand them but i know how good they are for me so every now and again i'll be like right for the next two weeks got something going on i'm going to get up i'm having a cold shower in the morning i don't care how i'm going to feel because i know when i've done it 
I'm starting that day off. I have achieved something I didn't want to do right at the very start of the day. I can tick that off so it doesn't matter what you throw at me for the rest of the day or whatever challenges I've got going on. I've stood in a freezing cold shower for two minutes so I can take on I can take on that. So, you know, you build different things in to deal with what you're you're going through. And another thing that I do, if I've got a lot going on, I've got any projects going on, a lot of visualisation and it just to sit there and visualise yourself doing something already is a great way of tricking the brain and thinking it's already done it. So you become a lot more comfortable with what you've got to do. And that's a, a real powerful one. But again, it depends if what you're working on as to whether visualization would suit you or whether some meditation or just sitting in silence. So you find the sort of things that work deter, that are driven by the sort of the goals that you're working on and the habits that you, you want to develop. So I've got probably two or three things like the running and the journaling and the, the sitting in silence. I will do those do those things all the time but then I'll, I'll fluctuate between the other things depending on what what I'm working on but they're all good it's all growing but I think you've got to have something and things you enjoy you start with those and then bolt the other things on is the way that that's the way I do it and that's the way I think it works best for me and that's the way that I advise other people to go about their their sort of routines and their their growth so it sounds like you know, that there's some parts of the routine that are kind of a non-negotiable aspect where mm -hmm. then there are some other parts of routine where, you know, perhaps maybe the overlying, the overarching like theme of what you're doing is kind of non-negotiable, but the action itself is kind of in that moment based out of the intuition of what's going to jive well, you know, maybe it's you this this part of your day is self-care but you know that self-care could look different each day depending on mm -hmm. what you're kind of vibing with if you feel like having some extra family time having that hot shower mix with the cold shower you know, <laughs> going for an extra run whatever it is that kind of uh yeah. you know helps you out in that particular day definitely definitely yeah definitely i feel like it's good to have a good mix. I find that for myself, it's one of those things where my mornings and my evenings are pretty locked in in terms of I like to do certain things a certain way. And then yeah. in between, that's kind of where I find the intuition is more flowing and just kind of, you know, this part of my day is my work day, this part of my day is my family time, my do nothing, rest time, etc, etc. But yeah, within that, you know, the, the three or four activities that might be within that couple hours, you know, they're going to rotate and change positions here and there. Mm -hmm. Just, I feel like, yeah. yeah, it gets too stagnant. We kind of get bored of it in that sense too. I think if we're just doing the exact same thing over and over and over, almost like a robot or some, some sort. Yeah, I agree. And doing something different now and again, just mixes it up a little bit. And then you might, you also might stumble across something else that you really love and that you may have, even if you've tried it in the past and you've not enjoyed it, don't shy away from it. Try it again, because it might not suit you at one time in your life or, or, part yeah. of your growth or development but the next time it might be exactly what you need so you know Absolutely. give it a go just keep mixing it up so you know having had the chance to hear a bit about yourself and some of the things you do day to day to succeed i'm sure the listeners who are following along would love to know a bit about how to connect with you and the impact you're making so could you expand a bit about the kind of work you're doing and where we could find you yeah, sure. Um, so find me first. You can find me on Facebook. Um, Mindset for Life is my Facebook page. Um, I've also got a YouTube channel, um, same name, Mindset for Life, and the website, which is www.mindsetforlife.biz. 
B-I-Z. And then on Instagram, which is where I do quite a lot, I've got my biggest following there, um, Nick Parsons, at Nick Parsons Coach. You can find me on there. They're the four main platforms that you can find me on. So the sort of things I do, at the moment, I'm running a group challenge. We are doing a 71-day challenge, um, and it's called 71 in 21. So 71 days in 2021. And we are trying one. Well, we're getting people into positive habits, creating routines, um, and we're doing challenges almost every week. So um, at the moment, we are at day 40, 42. You're wrong, day 42. Um, and we I do lessons online through a private almost a pirate Facebook group then to a private Facebook group um, and we share things and we create vision boards and all sorts of stuff going on and um, we've had the cold showers as part of that challenge so um, I do a lot of stuff on Facebook um, I do one-to-one coaching which um, I get I really really enjoy that because you can really connect with people and really get down to the, the real root but you see people flourish so much so you know i do one-to-one coaching and i do small groups as well but it's more the sort of the facebook challenges that we do and the, the one-to-one coaching is the main sort of fields that i do I've, I've wrote a few blogs and things like that but um it's the 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 challenges and the one-to-one coaching is is are the things that i do and it's it's so rewarding you'll know from from doing the things that you do how rewarding it is just to see people change and and taking the experiences and things that we've been through and the lessons that we've learned and the, the things that we've learned and how we've grown and sharing that with people and seeing people take themselves down that path is so so rewarding it's the best it's the best feeling in the world and that's really what makes me tick I love it it lights my fire I will sit up late at night if I have to I'll get up earlier if I have to just to be to be a part of that and continue doing that so um yeah that's what I do that's where you'll find me Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely, definitely connect with that. As you're mentioning in the end, it really just, it's, you know, passion, I guess, is the only word I can think of in the moment of how to describe the interest in these kind of things. It's just, it, mm-hmm. like you said, it just, it makes your soul so happy. It's such a fulfilling feeling. And, you know, maybe it's almost similar to the dynamic of being like a loving dad or a loving older brother or some sort of thing. And it's yeah. you know, just, I know, and, and I feel like, I guess for myself, there's always the perspective of, you know, having been someone who was in those challenges at one point in time and knowing what it's like to feel that way, to be there, to walk those shoes and knowing the kind of impact that could have been made had I had that kind of guidance. And so I, I feel like that is kind of, I guess that the empathy there is probably such a, a massive mm-hmm. piece of, of that, isn't it? Where, you know, it's, taking what maybe was for us or someone else a really long journey being able to help someone kind of turn that around in a shorter amount of time and as you said seeing the results they have seeing them get excited about finding that growth in their life yeah that that's just you know it's almost like a happy tears kind of situation Mm -hmm. i feel like there's that and i I kid you know there's definitely been conversations i've had and i imagine you know very similar for yourself where you see the growth that someone you've been working with has had and you're just kind of reflecting upon that later on in the evening and just yeah. kind of brings a bit of a happy tear to the eye. Oh, yes, yeah. You can't help but be like, damn, that's just, it's so powerful. It's just, it's a very hard feeling to quantify into like mm-hmm. one word, isn't it? It, it definitely, and, but when it, when it happens and you know, and you, you can sometimes, I've found with, with some clients, you can see 
that any minute they're going to have that moment. And I've had others where I remember having a conversation with, with one lady and it was part of the consultation call. And we had, we almost had the moment in the call, she started to realize things and everything and straight away. And the calls I had with her after that, it was just over and over again. She was hitting all these targets. She was hitting all goals and she was growing so much and it was just just crazy and I remember just like you were saying you're getting off the call and you sit there and you just have 10 minutes and you just reflect on what's just happened and you like you get a lump in your throat you get that tear and it's sort of it just you're like you you connect emotionally with people and you just see them changing and hear them changing it it's just you know it is just so so powerful it lights it lights you up it really does yeah I feel like we could talk about this one all day, but yes, you know, it's, it'll be a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's definitely a, a very powerful moment and for sure yeah. something that draws us into wanting to do what we do and trying wanting to add value to the world in that way. And so the final question that I like to ask all my guests that come onto the show is this, and what is the number one best piece of guidance that you've been given that you really like to pass on to others who are now in the process of creating their best self and learning about things like self-care or personal development? Can I give you two pieces? Sounds good. <laughs> 1A, um, 1B. Yeah, 1A, 1B. So firstly, don't compare yourself to others. You'll see people that are on a journey and you may look at people and compare yourself to them, but don't compare yourself. Look to these people for inspiration if you want or maybe even support but they were all where we were once um, and everyone's journey is different you know you don't see the thousands of hours that have gone into people and their development you know you just see them from the outside and you see bits and bobs you know you're on a different journey don't don't compare yourself it will drive you crazy just just don't do it as hard as it is at the very start to not compare but I say look to these people for inspiration and support but don't don't compare yourself that was the first one and the other one's quite simple just take action don't wait take action take the step just do it take the step it's all easier after you've took that first step just take the action i love it it reminds me of uh you know someone we both know and someone mm -hmm. something that he has mentioned to us before where you know it's like if I didn't do this because Tony Robbins was already doing it, you know, what, where would I be now? And I'm sure, you yeah. know, who I'm talking about and what I'm talking about there. Yeah. So I feel like it's so important to, you know, we're, we're all on our own journey and we're all going to, you know, ultimately like we're doing what serves our best self. You know, it is awesome. We're, we are, you know, passionate about creating value for outside of ourselves. at the end of the day, we're doing what serves our best self first and foremost. You know, this is mm -hmm. creating our own love for ourselves, our own peace of mind and our own joy in our life. And then just through this, it's projecting into our reality in a way that allows us to add that value to someone else's journey. So, you know, I feel like, I guess it comes back to the idea like being on self or being on purpose as we've mm -hmm. had about before, you know, and are, are you doing it because of the result or are we doing it because of the fulfillment and joy and, um, you know just the wonderful emotion that it brings to your life in that now and then the results are just you know a, a nice yeah. reflection of how that manifests into your life as you go along definitely it's like the bonus at the end the results are the bonus but it's the 
it's the journey you go on that's that's special and precious. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you, thank Nick, you. for joining us today. Thank and thank you everyone for listening and for tuning in in one way or another. If you want to get in touch with either one of us, as we had mentioned a moment ago, you can get in touch with Nick at his website or his social media. And if you'd like to get in touch with myself, Positive Energy Phil, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or any of your favorite podcast platforms, and of course, YouTube as well. So I just want to say, as I always do, I'm grateful for you all. Have a wonderful day. Keep sharing that love any way you know how, my friends. Positive Energy Phil and Nick Parsons signing out for now. Peace out. Have a great day and we will see you later.